what up though? What up though? It's oh, look, 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 I forgot about the crowd. I forgot about the crowd out there. My bad. Yes, we got our, our live studio audience out here for the Bro to Bro podcast. Our first episode of the Bro to Bro Bro Cop Pod. I can't English. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't English. You gotta get it. It's all right, man. You God. gotta get the words right. What, what is it? What are we doing it's today? Bro to Bro podcast. Bro Go ahead to and bro. Talk to him. Bro, the number two bro podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, if you didn't know, now you know. Uh, this is my bro. I'm his bro, like in real life. Not it's all for genuine. Fake. Yeah, like not for fake though. Like he is really like my brother. Um, mm-hmm. I'm your boy Lightbulb. Uh, this is Reed seven two three. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we go, we gonna do introductions today uh, for all two of us. Um, uh-huh. So I got a question. Okay, talk to me. Uh, what is what is seven two three? Like that's not last time I checked the area code was like three one three. Like ain't no seven three four, five eight six, two okay. four eight. You just okay. you in Ohio or something? No, no, no. I ain't in Ohio, but see, seven two three is um um uh, um uh, 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 organization. Uh, we we used to be something else, but like right now we are an organization that's selling clothing line. Um, we rapping. We trying to get a label going. That's what seven two three used to stand for, um, Scuddy Boy Entertainment. But now you know we just put it into word, uh, into numbers, should I say? So, um, how did you get the numbers? I mean, if you look at it, um, Scuddy Boy Entertainment, you go S and you press seven. You remember back in the day uh, on the phone, the real yeah, phone. Yeah, so we 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 going back in time on the one time, like the landlines. Yes, yes, yes. Some of y'all ain't tall enough to remember the landlines when Metro PCS first came out. When you used to have to <laughs> um, tap to get the number. I mean, tap Man. to get the letter you wanted to get. Hey, quick question: Do you did you ever get to use the uh, the phones that had the roll dial on it? Uh, they had to spin dial. Did you ever get to use yeah, the spin dial? Yeah, I got a chance at least once. Boy, you old. <laughs> 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 You're using the spin dials. <laughs> hey, I got a chance to use it, but my grandma would never um, get rid of it. Uh, I don't know what that was about, but she never got rid of the phone. She really loved her number, I guess. Hey, I mean, that's legit. I've had the same number for like. 15 years i would say 15 i've had i've had the same number since yeah since yeah yeah since about 15 years ago yeah since we've been a kid why you gotta put it like that because it's like you old too go ahead slap I'm, I'm, not, I'm, me older. A I'm older so just so you're, I, i'm the older brother i'm the older brother yep he the younger brother and but 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 I, I i still got i still got he I still, still got, got all this. Hey, hey, listen. He got blessed. That, look, he don't understand. Like we half Indian, so or or even <laughs> probably more. Forty five. So he got a 65. chance out of the Indian people to get his hair still growing, and I, you know, they took mine away. So That's listen, at what age? At what age did it start to go? Like when was it like ah? Uh-huh. Like when did you first start noticing it? And then when was right. like the moment of like ah, it's time to let it go? I mean, um, I really say. Uh, um, twenty six, and my hair, my hairline started receding. So, um, about twenty seven is when I started seeing a patch in the middle of my head, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Whoa!" Like I got a patch in the middle of my head. So you like, had the George Jefferson? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what they was trying to call me. But they knew I had them jokes, so oh, you know they oh. they let it slide. But I knew I was looking like George Jefferson for sure, for sure, for sure. And so, um. One day, um, I really was going to go get a haircut. And, uh, shout out to my cousin Greg. Like, I was going to go get a haircut, and uh, he really cut my hair bald. He was like, man, why you hold it on? Why you holding on? He said he was going to cut my hair, but he never said bald. Why didn't man <laughs> He went against the grain, and I was bald, and I finally seen it for the first time. I'm like, man, I look like a little kid. You look and like so, little Bill out here in these Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I boy had the little bill. I was worse than little bill, bro. Like I, I, I felt like my head was bigger than little bill, bro. That boy like, had a dome showing. Shining. So, hey, y'all! One time we went to the we went to the Pistons game. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Pistons game, and on our way out the game, uh, uh, it starts raining. It's raining real hard. When yes. I say it sounded like a round of applause when them, the raindrops was hitting the top of his scalp. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey, hey! When I say look, when you ball hit, anything is direct. Like, you know, even if it's sun, anything direct. Man. So, like, 
It's crazy, man. Like I, I, I used to cook people with bald heads. Like I used to be like, "You bald headed as hell." Like I used to say that type of stuff. And now I look at it like I'm bald headed. Yeah, that ain't. Is it? Is it like bald headed to where it ain't growing back? Like you need to? No, like, it's not growing. I mean, you know, it's crazy. It like it grow back just to the George Jefferson. Like what's crazy is I never understood it. George Jefferson on why he did that. I wish that style was still in so I can rock my hair. <laughs> like, seriously, I wish that style was in so I could rock my hair. But, you know, George Jefferson, you know, it, it pretty much looks you, like that. Would you Would you ever wear uh, a lace front fro? Would you Would you get a wig? You know what's crazy? No, 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 look. Oh, he about to say yeah. He about to say <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm about to break it down to, about to say <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, I'm never going to say yeah. Look, look. My girl has asked me, man, multiple times because she, uh, my girl, I've been with my girl for three years, y'all. Woo-woo. Right? I've been with my girl for three years, and um, she have never seen me with hair, so I met her bald man. head. So, you know what I mean? I, and back in the school, I used to have a wave. So everybody would tell y'all that. Cody High School, y'all know, shout me out, you know, class of 211, you know. And y'all know I had the waves. Right now, I'm bald-headed, but you it know, is it is what it is. is. But I got to ask you something, right? Well, go ahead. So you went to Eastern Michigan, right? I did. Um, how was that? I mean, because um, – Yo, bro, this is a bro-to-bro moment right here. This is this this, this all it's about is bro-to-bro moments. So uh, a bro-to-bro moment, like, you know, I I graduated high school, but I didn't go off to college. So I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, how how that, how was that? Tell me about that. Um... I don't know. Like, where where would I? Where do you want me to start at? Is it like the, ex, um, the college experience you, or I, the idea of going? to I want college, you. Right? Hey, look. Since I haven't been in college, I want you to start at for like. All right, um, just getting into it first. Like, I, 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 you got um, the letter or how? Like, how I mean, you? first of all, the process is painstakingly annoying. Okay. Uh, it's it's a lot more annoying than people give you credit for it because you got to fill out the FAFSA forms and go through financial aid, mm. and then you got to figure out which university you want to go to, in okay. state, out of state, um, what major you want to choose. Mind you, you 16, 17 years old trying to figure yeah. out what am I going to do for the rest of my life, right? Like, what True. am I going to do? So um, I chose engineering. Um, so I went, I went to school for mechanical engineering technology, um, and then I actually switched my major. Mm. In the no, middle. no, no, no. Uh, I don't want to cut you What would make somebody switch their major? I hated it. You didn't like Straight it? Straight up, I hated it. Like, I, I grew to... So, I liked engineering, but mm. I hated the way that... Uh, not necessarily that they were teaching. I just I just stopped having fun in my classes. Okay. Um, and the reason I got into it was because uh, in high school, um, we had, like, this career prep center. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked into this class... And they had this machine that would print out parts in plastic. Like you could design something on the computer, and it'll print it out this machine in plastic. I thought that was dope. Like <laughs> I can print, I can make something, and then print it out. Like to me, I like to, I like to make ideas become real, and that was just it for me. Okay, so another question about it. So look, look, I was like, okay, so um, you know, is this, this and this another bro to bro moment because like what y'all people don't realize is like, um. Anytime we having a brother bro moment, we learning more about each other because we six months apart and we be around each other. You know, people be around each other so much. You know what I mean? So we actually learning stuff as y'all learning stuff. You know what I mean? I haven't learned his college um, experience on everything, you know. So that's another thing that I've been always wanting to ask him on is like, you know, how the college experience was. and But... One thing that I do want to understand is like um, you wrote or you helped produce a movie that's on Tubi right now. Yeah, so that's a that's a I guess let me let me bag up though. Okay, now. let me bag up because I talk have to, to before I even talk about that. Mm-hmm. I have to pay homage to uh, a part of my college experience, which is ironic. Okay, um, so. I ain't going to lie. Like, I want to say it was my sophomore year, towards the end of my sophomore year. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, man, like, do I want to transfer? Do mm-hmm. I really like this major? Um, like, I'm I'm not really connecting like I want to mm-hmm. on campus. Like, granted, yeah, I knew a lot of people, but it was like, nothing makes me want to stay here. 
Right. You know what right. I mean? And I was still within that major that I did mm. it like. Like, at that point, it was still, like, a process of figuring it out. Okay. Um, I didn't necessarily hate it yet. Mm. Um, but um, I ended up going to tryouts for this non-traditional theater troupe, right? When I say non-traditional, I mean, we're not going on stage. It's not your typical drama group or whatever. We're not going on stage and doing Shakespeare and... All that garbage. So, okay. not, not, I don't mean to say garbage, but you know, all my theater people, I, I didn't mean that. I mean, <laughs> but we're not, we don't go up on stage to do that. Um, it was real life stuff. So, um, I only went to tryouts because I didn't think stage was really my zone. I mean, I went to school for engineering, that wasn't for me. So, I went to tryouts only because one of my friends didn't want to go by himself. Mm. So I we get to the tryouts and he is cut and they did like three cuts right he was cut in the first round he was cut in the first round of tryouts so now I'm like stuck here I'm like I don't know what to do like do I leave because my friend not here no more or do I right. stay so I was like you know what I'm just gonna stay wait it out I ain't want to be rude and just like dip out so I was like forget it I'll stay um best decision of my life um now that I think about it and then. I ended up getting into the troop. So usually what happens is after you get in, um, they give you a phone call mm-hmm. after tryouts. They give they do like their they do their votes or whatever and then they give you a phone call to practice and they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. welcome to Close Up. That was the name of the troop. So shout out Close Up Theater Troop. Um Shout out to them. And when they called me, I was just like I was probably the most unexcited person. Okay. Because I was like they was like, welcome to Close Up. And I'm just like, oh, that's what's up. Like, just dry like that. Just, just straight dry just like, like that. that. Just like just that. Just like that. And it was just, it was kind of awkward because it's like, yo, I didn't want to be in this group. Okay. And so um, I was in and out of it. Um, I probably hold the record for how many times somebody quit and came back. Okay. Um, but it was, I'm glad that I kept coming back. Um, and they kept pulling me back in. Um, okay. Because I... Doing that, I was in it for, I can't remember how many years I was actually in the troupe mm-hmm. as an actor. Um, and then when I would quit, <laughs> the director mm-hmm. would bring me back. It was like, oh, you know, just come help out a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. And I would. But um, it was there that I discovered my talents. I discovered mm-hmm. that I could act. I discovered that I could write. I okay. discovered that I could actually help direct. At okay, least at so, that point, I was only helping direct. So. so- let me ask something there. Not to cut you off. I want to ask something there. I want to ask, like, okay, you started to write, and you also seeing, like, I mean, um, I can even count on my hands. One time that you had took me, one time that you had um, produced something, and um, it was all the sound thing. You remember? The soundscape. Right. The soundscape. Well, you had to close your eyes. So, I mean, you, you, you have wrote more things than uh, one. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Um, so, like right now, what was? Have you ever thought about writing a movie? Uh, yeah. So I'm actually I already have some short films written. Um, but yeah, I thought about it like a full feature length. Yeah, okay. That's that's a lot of work. But uh, to piggyback off of that, um, I want to give a big shout out to uh the the amazingly talented, super genius Kendra Renee Sanders. Um, okay. She she is the brainchild of the movie Twenty Somethings. Mm, um, okay, and it is it is and now on Tubi. And, 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 so go watch that. Okay, okay, on Tubi. Come, 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 come. So hold on, let's break down um, the actually Twenty um, Something on um, Tubi because um, that's really crazy to me because um, you had sent me the link right, and um, I went on there and checked it out. I had to send it to like three other people because like I love the movie and I had to get three no other No spoilers, no spoilers. No spoil yeah. no spoilers, but uh I have watched the movie and I have sent it to three other people, um, which of my high knowledge is um good people on movie, you know, theory whatever it is. Um and they told me that the movie was pretty the movie is pretty good. So how, how, um, going with that, tell me on how you came up with um, even helping or producing that movie right there. Because, I mean, it's on Tubi right now. Y'all can go check it out. Um, well, it started out with Kendra Renee reaching out. Um, <laughs> she wanted help with writing it. Okay. Um, so I helped her out as pretty much as like a writing consultant. And, 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 and Kendra and Kendrick Renee? Is that Kendra Renee? 
Renee. Okay, yeah. and she come from what now? She was actually in Close Up. She was um, one of the people that was in the uh, Close Up Theater Troupe when I became one of the directors. Okay. Uh, so that's how I got to know her. Um, okay. We just maintained the friendship from there. Um, mm-hmm. So she you know, thought it was, I guess, fit to bring me on as a writing consultant for the project. Okay. Um, and it kind of progressed from there, from uh, writing consultant to helping out with auditions and then uh, becoming a first AD. So, which was... To me, it was a it was a big experience. It was a huge learning curve because I'd never directed film before, mm-hmm. um, and for my first one to be um, a feature film to me is that's that's major and for such a good project too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it was kind of like trial by fire, which for me is the norm. I feel like every job I've had, every experience that I've had, mm-hmm. um, has always been trial by fire. It's never been like a warming up period. Never, a, all right, we're going to be going to go through the process of learning. It was like, nope, jump right in. When I say it was an experience from the first day of shooting mm-hmm. on to the last day, man, it was an experience. And this one that I definitely would not uh, take back. Um, shout out to the actors and actresses. Yeah. They put on yeah. a hell of a performance. That that, that was actually that was crazy. That was really actually my next question. Like, um, your vibe with the the people that was also inside the movie, and um, you know how your vibe was with that because I mean, like you watching people act. You know, how, how that feeling is? I have never had that experience. I mean, it's a little different for me because some of those people I know personally. Okay. Um, and I have close relationships with. So to kind of throw on that director hat again, but in a different form for a film was, was kind of cool. But to also see how they grow like day to day and then their skill sets is like phenomenal. Like even a lot of people okay. were saying like, yo, the acting in this movie is good. The chemistry is amazing, which it is. Um, they did a really great job of developing their chemistry and, and their skill sets together. So it, it was, man... It's it, crazy. It, it was, man. It's okay. Can can you do it for me one time? Um, because I be so. What people don't understand is like me and my bro. Um, we some. Hey, look. It's been times to where we haven't seen each other for five years. You know, when it's coming up and young kids and stuff like that, right? We actually, hey, it's always been the same with my bro. Every time I seen him, right? Now, that's why I say we. It's a bro to bro moment, like even right now, and that's gonna be the theme of it. You know what I mean? Every time that um, my brother has came in here and showed me something different, and it, that's what I appreciate. It like he is the older brother. So it's just not like no bro to bro moment. Usually he been giving me bro to bro moments since we've been six years old. He been giving me bro to bro moments. So you know, it's just something to laugh on right there. But like, I just want to understand, like, cause um, you know, our 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 backgrounds, uh, we come from the same type of backgrounds, and I just want to understand, like, how could you take on because. After what, which I don't understand, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm going off topic. But I have met, he has went to Eastern Michigan College. And them people didn't believe that he even had a brother. So, man, like, how, every how, time. It's wild because how it's How is like, that feeling? It's weird because it's, like, I talk about you, right? Okay. And then every time I'll be like, you ain't got no brother. And okay. it's like, well, we ain't seen him, so he don't exist. And I'm like, y'all, I have a brother. So then when they meet you, they be like, you really got a brother. And I'd be like, yes, I've been telling y'all this. And then like a couple months later, I'd be like, my brother, my brother. And they'd be like, you ain't got no brother. I'm like, you met my brother. Like, <laughs> come on, man. It, it's, it'd be so wild. But now I think it's, it's getting to the point now where people do are starting to remember. It's like, oh, they believe they, in you they, now. They, they, they believe you now. It's like, God. <laughs> Now we now we on the same we we here at the same time we exist we exist so 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 how long did it take for people to even understand that like you really had a brother? Um, I would say up until like the last couple years, honestly. Are you because this when like I think it was like when we started like I would say not necessarily just partying but like hanging out more like with with each other's groups. Yeah, then it kind of it kind of mixed in. Okay, so look. This is something that I wanted to bring to the podcast, like something that like I wanted to get personal, like, like, okay, we got a bro to bro podcast, right? Um, we brothers by blood, but it's just like, how you feel about like, okay, y'all got a father, both together, 
You know what I mean? How do you feel about, like, the, the come up bringing about that? Because, like, you know, we both have our own stories on our coming up. You know what I mean? Right. But 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 we was introduced by our dad, just to let y'all know. You know what I mean? Shout out to my dad, you know, R.I.P. And, um, you know, he met us on crazy terms. And, and what's crazy is, um, before he get into it, um, I met him and my my dad told me that I was his younger brother, and what's crazy is the first thing he did was gave me a dinosaur. Man, first <laughs> he, of all, not, not I wanted the dinosaur. I wanted he, it. Must have been his little, famous dinosaur. Not, not just any dinosaur. First okay. of all, first of all, first of all, this was like one of my favorite toys at the time. It was like I still remember to this day. It was like yeah. this red, uh, like dragon toy. Yes, yeah. And me being me, I like I like weird gadgety stuff, and like it moved. The wings moved. All that had like a little. Switch on the back of it that made it spit out, you know, fireballs and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yo, like this toy go crazy. And so for a kid to share their toy, it's like, yo, yo, you 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 gotta be you you can't just let anybody see your favorite toy. So it's kind of like when you in preschool and you ain't trying to share blocks. Like, and, nah, get your own blocks. But <laughs> at the same time, it was like this my brother. So it was it wasn't even a a, a thought. Now what's crazy? What was what's crazy? It's like um, we both rather like. Have it ever been crazy to you? Because this is something I've been wanting to ask you for a long time. Is this a? It is. It's been crazy. It's just having a brother on a different side and um, seeing. I mean, y'all grew up together. We 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 both grew up together. How is it? How does it feel like? Damn, like you got a brother because you got two sisters. So it's 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 like. This your first brother, like it's it's like yeah, you know first and only brother. So it's like granted, I have I have uh, friends who I, a couple of friends who I consider my brothers, but this is like my brother. But go ahead, continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and, and because correctly, let's get it correctly. You have two other sisters. Yeah. Correct. Yep. So I got two other sisters. Shout out to uh, uh, Karen and Taya. Uh, Good one. Like big <laughs> shout out to them for real. No, because yes. they are like. Two of my biggest cheerleaders and supporters for oh, like, man. all day, all day, every day. They, okay. Even when I was a close up, they was at every show. They was telling the actors and actresses what they was doing right or wrong. And um, they steal my close up shirts. I got one back recently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they always supporting and always uh, sharing and always there. So big shout out to them. But um, it was it's funny because I remember when uh, the youngest. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was still pregnant with her, and she went and she went and got to. Uh, they figured out the sex of the baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was you she, hoping for a boy before? I was. I wanted a boy. <laughs> I was. I was hoping. I was like, you yo, wanted, it's got to be a boy. Right. Okay, it's got to be a boy. Okay. So I'm like, and no doubt in my mind that uh, it was gonna be a boy. Okay. So she came home and said that it was gonna be a girl. Uh, oh man, I about fell out. Man, I cried my eyes out. I cried. I'm like, man, ain't no way, ain't no way. But I still got a brother, so yeah. it, it all worked out in the end. So, so uh, that's pretty cool. Cause like, I always wonder, um, you know, understand stuff from your perspective of of how you look at it. You know what I mean? So, um, with me is is like, um. I really don't even know where to start at. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I do know to say this, like, us being brothers and coming um, coming together has really um, helped me. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and other stuff that's going on. Because um, we come from a lot of different backgrounds. Every black person comes from a lot of different backgrounds. Like, me and him come from the same, similar type of background. So we really understand each other. And it was crazy. This is what I've been wanting to ask you. It's like we brothers, but I can also feel you without you uh, being there. That's what's crazy about us having the same father. So um, have you ever wanted to elaborate, like, on how you ever felt about, you know, your your, your own father, Pops? Um, I mean, in what way? And like, I don't know. That would um, be more a little more direct. Okay, I'll, direct. I'll, I'll be a little more direct. Be more direct. Okay, so I'm gonna say it like this. Okay, you got a brother. You got a brother, and 
You got a pops, right? Right. Um, it's different. Uh, me from coming from uh, a pops, and I got three sisters, so that's just kind of like you know. I really all wanted, of sisters too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so I, I really went to the guy perspective of it. Mm. So that's what, what that, that's where I'm going. Like, like your perspective of you know, um, our dad went um, separate ways um, of what we was coming up in. So. How did you feel, like, about that? Like, you know, later on in life, you know, it wasn't, you know, the same. Um, Like, as far as, like, the distance or? The distance and also um, on how you feel. Um, I don't know. Like, as a kid, I felt like we always uh, tend to look at our parents as superheroes. Yeah. Right? Like, okay. these people are... They are the superheroes without the capes. So mm -hmm. we just imagine them wearing capes all the time. Um but at the time but as kids we don't realize that um those superheroes are human. Mm -hmm. Um we don't realize that Superman is Clark Kent. We don't know that Spider Man right. you know what I mean? We don't know yeah. that Spider Man really just be out here taking pictures. Right. Um so it's 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 different to mm as growing up to like see the human side of things, but then try to understand it. Um, and I felt like there's a lot of good emotions that come from that. And there's a lot of negative emotions that come from that. Okay. Um, but like at this point, it's kind of like, there are no negative emotions. Okay. Like at all. So, uh, and this is something, how hard is it? Because I mean, your opposite brother doesn't come from the same parents, both not both of the same parents. So I mean, you only have one brother, correct? Right. So uh, how has that played in? You know, what I mean, you got one brother, you got three sisters, so you've been raised. I mean, you. Yeah, your I mean, priority is really around women because yeah, you got well, your mom and three women. So so is is I would say it's definitely um, more women, not just because. You know, that was what was in my house. But, like, my entire life, I was basically raised by women. So, okay. like, my uh, my mom's side of the family is mostly women. Not to say there's not men in our family. There's men in our family, but definitely okay. outnumbered by women. Okay. Um, The house I grew up in was, we were outnumbered by the women. Um, yeah. uh, When I was in, I was in Boy Scouts. Uh, somebody, some of y'all don't know this. I was in Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Um. And our Boy Scout leader was a woman, um, which is which to me is interesting because I felt like I actually learned how to become a man through those women. Okay. Um, and in the best way possible, like even growing up in the church, we all know the church is you know mostly yeah. women. Not to say that um, I don't have male role models because I do, but okay. uh, growing up I was mostly raised by a a female influence, um, and I felt like. I was able to differ differentiate between uh, what I needed to be as a man mm -hmm. um, when I'm around women. Yeah, okay. It helped me understand women more, so it helped me understand myself as a and man you, more. And, and you know, it's crazy. That's why I feel like we connected because the way I feel like, I feel like we made from a man and a woman, right? Right. So you say so you're going to have half. Allegedly. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, right, right. Allegedly. So, But you're going to have half and half, right? And um, I always felt like like we born men and like uh, women that be able to give you the other insight of it. And like yeah. that's what truly what I agree on. I I believe that. Um, okay, let's just say this: um, kids growing up, black young men is growing up right now in today's time. They're going, they're going back and forth and with their um, dad and their mom, like choosing because their dad hasn't been a stand-up guy. He hasn't been there, right? You right. Know? So um, he's not understanding on how even to do anything, you know? So when you have no opportunity on doing anything and um, you, you're really looking for your father, you know that that's yeah. just crazy. So, but I, when you when you grow up, um, especially in the city that we grew up in, um, it's like when you don't have that that close male role model. Mm -hmm. you, 
I mean, you're going to get it from somewhere. What's the next step? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what, yeah. Where, are you, where are you looking to? So at that point, it's like, okay, who's the people on my block? Right. Who's, you know, who's the shiniest to me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who is, right. who is the influence right now to me? And for most of the people in the city is, you know, no boys and, mm-hmm. and whoever's, you know, rapping the hardest at the time right. or, you know what I mean? That's that's the, the vibe. That's that's what they chasing after. So it's it's kind of tough. Um but that that influence is uh i mean it's no secret that influence mm-hmm. is missing from our community for sure for sure so the um detroit in general though it's just like uh and you know um detroit is considered one of the worthiest cities in america right now how can you feel uh, 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 let me ask you one thing how do you feel about that cuz like we grew up in this community and, and, and like we didn't feel like it was no, like that, but, we but grew I, up America considered us that. But so, we grew up in it. It's our environment, so I can't let somebody else tell me what my environment was like. I I know what my environment is. I know what my environment was like. Right. Um, I know what the people are like. Um, Detroit got some of the realest people in any city. Okay. I traveled a lot. I traveled a lot across the states. Mm-hmm. Um, not overseas a lot yet, so y'all don't come at me. But I've I've traveled a lot, and. Man, Detroit's influence, first of all, is everywhere. Uh, whether y'all know it or not, Detroit people mm-hmm. are everywhere. Okay. And man, there there really is I'ma say this for real. We mm-hmm. there is not a lot of uh heavily black black populated cities. Um Correct. Detroit is probably one of the biggest mm-hmm. um black populated cities. Um so man, it is it's is it's different here. And that's true because I feel like since we've been born, it's been a, a majority of a black state, a black city. Yeah. Um, not black state, um, black city. And I mean, look, if you really look at it, um, we starting to come back. Detroit is starting to come back. It's starting to come back, bro. But it's, it's in certain ways, man. Like it's it's coming back in a way. Of, this is what I see. I'll be real. This is what I see. So I see them be, building up downtown. Okay. Right? I see that them making that a, a place to be, a place to go. Most definitely. Um, but at the same time, what they're doing in that and around it is not really for Detroiters. Okay. But I also got to put some of that blame on Detroiters. Okay. We can't be we can't be mad that they're doing this and that downtown. We can't be mad that they're building up Midtown and, and making it look nice, you know, outside of Wayne State. We can't be mad that they're getting up new housing and pricing the people out. Right. Um, if y'all really wanted to be about it, then actually be about it. Like all that talk don't mean nothing if you're not like really out here active right. in the community. So right. all the all you rappers, all you people who claim you out here getting money, which more than half of Detroit is. Yeah, you know, stand on that. If, if this your city, then let it be your city. So look, y'all look, ain't buying back the block for real. We gonna we can we we see see. I'm happy you said that. It's look, we gonna take it right to the rappers. That's you know, um, straight from out the city of Detroit, and um, you got rappers like um, you got you you know you got Vezo that's been in the city for years. You know, mm-hmm. um, you got Babyface Ray. Mm-hmm. You got Payroll Peasy. And, you know, stuff like that. But what I want to say is um, about Vezo, before we even get going, is like he kind of gave back to the community by trying to open up a a chicken shack, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? So I I felt like that was kind of like giving back to the community. How is that giving back to the community? I mean... I mean, does um, the community need a chicken shack, or do they I need mean, a shack to, to house I, the homeless? I, I, I mean, I check it to you like this. I feel like um, anything that's opened up a business is going to create jobs. So I mean, yeah, but chicken it, shack don't really pay the mortgage. It's we, not we talking pay. about livable wages, bro. I, we gotta be if we're gonna talk about it. We gotta talk. We gotta okay, be real. Okay, like, if, okay, well, okay, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're right. Look, look. We we we, well, we gonna talk about it, right? Okay, what is minimum wage right now? Garbage. If anybody can find that. It's, minimum what is wage. It? Eight, eight something? Eight forty-five. Okay, so minimum wage right now is you eight forty-five. How, you can't go to the grocery store and buy a candy, a Hershey's candy bar. Do you know that. how much a pack of hamburger <laughs> costs? Man, too much. So an hour of your work can't even afford a. Um, if, if that's minimum wage, then an hour of work could not. Perf- you can't convince me that an hour of my life is only worth eight dollars and forty-five cents. That sounds I, insane. I, well, to me, to me, and I don't, I don't, I don't want people to take this 
this lightly when I say it, because um, I mean it. But um, when you sell your, when you give away your time, right? You giving away time of your life. Your life is, I mean, that's your soul. That's you're literally selling your soul for an hour for eight dollars and forty five cents. Mm. Is that what your soul is worth? So do you feel like they should? What what, what do you feel like they should do then? Like I mean, burn everything. It's like no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What I want to get at is like, um, okay, to the people that uh, don't have the opportunity and they just, all right, this is all they got. They they got to go fill out a job application. You know what I mean? And what if the job only going to pay them like, um, we'll just say, you know, the minimum wage. I mean, it comes down to one what you accept. I mean, circumstances are circumstances. I'm, right. not, I'm not saying that people don't be in a pinch and uh, that there's, you know, so much opportunity out here because it's definitely difficult. Um, so I don't want to make light of that. Okay. But um, at the same time, I mean, you got to look at um, what we allow. Um, do we allow corporate greed to take over? Because that's really what it is. What are they making versus what are they paying? Okay. So um, it, do you it, really? So I, as so I used to work at a job. Um, okay. Not too far in the in the distant past, and I remember telling one of the people that worked there. They asked me a question about um, if I had talked to like what are my interactions like with uh, like the owners and upper management, mm-hmm. uh, like them type of the people that like run the company. Right. I said um, I've hardly had any interactions with them, mm. um, and I feel like this place is run by. Um, People who are business owners, but they don't really care about the business. Okay. Um, they don't. They don't really love the business. So there's a difference when somebody starts a company, starts a business, and when you get your LLC and all that other stuff. With, mm-hmm. There's a difference when somebody puts their heart into it versus okay. when they just putting their money into it. Right. So okay, companies putting their money into it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, it's about the money, but what is money really? I feel like money is greed. And money itself, I mean, money, I feel to like me, money, money is a tool. Uh, money, money is a tool, but money it's, it's held to such. Hey, a- I, 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 this is what I honestly be feeling like. Like, and me and my girl be going back and forth about this all the time. Like, okay, they charge us so much, you know what I mean, for so little, you know. So, what I can say right now, one bedroom is going for like seven hundred to eight hundred dollars, right? Okay, and. and we're just gonna say the outskirts of Michigan. I mean, it, we we. I mean, the outskirts of Detroit. You know, what's crazy? What's crazy is they they rather have you get a one bedroom for eight hundred dollars than instead. I mean, you um you go to a rough neighborhood and you have to pay the same eight hundred dollars, but you're in a wrong situation. You know what I mean? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? I'm, I mean, should you pay for the one bedroom or should you pay for the two bedroom? Because let's be honest, because the two bedroom gonna be in a, a area to where. I mean, you pay for what you want. I mean, it's your, it's your dollars. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's your dollars. I can't speak on somebody else's situation because okay. everybody's situation is different. You might need that second bedroom, and that's all you can afford based on what you got. You know what I mean? It it, it be some people out here that. Um, you know what I'm saying? When you need got you need that second bedroom because you got kids, so you need you know a second bedroom for the kids, so y'all not all cramped in the same room in right. one bedroom, and so, um, but that still might be tough because you know what I'm saying you gotta be able to afford kids and a place to live to live for all of y'all, you know, based on a chicken shack that Vezo opened up that's paying you eight dollars and forty five cents an hour. <laughs> shout out to Vezo. I mean, yeah, shout out Vezo. I mean, it's a shot, but it ain't a shot. It is what it is. I ain't mad at him. Do you, I mean? Do you? Uh, like you say, it created a job, something yeah. better than nothing. Yeah. And I mean, oh, and Tone Tone, he he just opened up. Uh, he he opened up his yeah, yeah. Tony Island. Okay, it's Tony Island. Yeah, no, shout out to Tony Island. DJ BJ Pizza Cats. Um, he, oh, he he the one that owns Yeah, cats? I didn't man, even know that. It's a couple other people too, but that's the one I know off the top of my head. DJ okay. DJ. So, um, but yeah, no, nah, man, I I am glad that we are doing stuff, doing something. Okay. Um, but I think we need to do a lot more, man. A lot more. We need to do a lot more. Okay. Um, um, we just had a recently. We just had pop up like um, uh, um, a rapper just passed away. Yep. 
Yep. And it was um, it was tragic, man. Like, I, um, man, this, this, one this. of the amigos. Like, is it crazy? Like, I mean, what's going on? It's this is a tough subject for me. Okay, because is it is it tough? Yeah, but in a way, not to speak, you know, take light of it is typical. Okay, um, because it's it's just. That's the game, right? It's, a, mm-hmm. it's literally a dangerous game. Being a rapper is a dangerous job right now. And that's crazy. It's, being a rapper is a dangerous job. Okay. Um, and not sometimes. And right now, I feel like it's more dangerous, not because of your talent, but because mm-hmm. of your environment um, and the people around you. Um, and I think that's been the biggest uh, handicap for the rap game right now. Uh, but at the same time, like the reason I say that was that's this is a touchy subject for me is because mm-hmm. um I was pissed. I was hot. Like I don't usually post a lot um on Facebook, but like I was when I say I was fuming. I seen I seen I seen that you went you almost went a full paragraph about it. That's why no, I, I wrote I wrote a page. I took okay. out a front page in the newspaper in the Facebook newspaper <laughs> <laughs> because bro, what what really pissed me off is the fact that they uh, took their phones out mm. to record that moment with Quavo right. and, and him laying yeah. off yeah. and take off laying on that ground. That it was, was like, pretty tough, man. It was on Royal Star as well. Yeah, man. It's on Royal Star. It's on Twitter. Like, it's blowing up. And then mm-hmm. everybody ran to watch it. And it's like, yo, that to me is like, okay, like, what what we mm-hmm. really on for real? Because uh, it's like, are we that disconnected? Not mm-hmm. only from the world, but from each other. That that's our first instinct. Okay, that's to take out your phone and record that moment because it's like I've personally been in mm-hmm. um, a situation where something like that happened. I could probably talk about that on another podcast. Okay, but it's like yo, like people aren't aren't thinking. Like okay, if that's you laying down on the, I never mm-hmm. seen somebody be like, hey man, if I go out in a tragic fashion and I'm out there laid out, blood oozing right. out my head, put me on the ground, <laughs> throw me on the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Do like. Okay. Share it. Huh? That's, hey, man, if I'm sitting over here grieving over my family and I'm screaming their name because they're dying in my arms, make sure you record that. I need that footage. Right. Post that on the gram. And is, no. is it crazy to you that like that's the times we in right now? Oh, um, it's crazy, but it's believable. And so I hate it, but that's the, that's the world we live it, in. That's why I didn't really want to make the post because it's not really going to do nothing. I mean, right. we still going to people still going to do what they're going to do. I don't think it changed a single mind. Yeah, and I feel also the same way. But what blows my mind is like um, most people sit up there and post it, post the um, image of you know the harm one. Like we said, you know he, you know we all seen on World Star or Facebook or not. So where I'm I'm hurt like that. Like have you have you ever experienced a moment like that, like in person? Yeah, I experienced. Yeah. I experienced over multiple moments like that where uh, actually when I was younger, and you know, I'm going to go up top it, but like when I was like um, 16, 17, I used to go to parties all the time in Detroit, right? So we all know how that ended up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so um, check this out. We go to a party on Puritan. Um, it's on Puritan in like Greenfield area, you know, later down, uh, you know, in between Greenfield and Schaefer area. And uh, we partying, you know. Uh, we do this all the time. You know, we know a few guys that's in there. And so um, we get in there and check this out. Um, a guy actually comes through the door that you entry, and he opened fire. So he ended up hitting, like, um, three or four people. You know what I mean? And, and, and it was crazy. Like you, and what's so messed up about it is like you seen the people coming down that was bleeding. Like you know what I mean? You seeing the people that was hit. Right. You know they coming down as you you see it because he's shooting at the front door. So anybody is capable of getting hit. You know. So mm. um, and what's crazy is about that is um, I was actually on my way up to the front door uh, before they started shooting. So I heard the shooting and I was I was probably like three or four or five steps from even getting to the top of the stairs before they started right. even shooting. So but in that in those moments, was that a time where 
Well, no, nah, I used to be about 16. So, yeah, no, nah, we weren't really camera phoning as much then. I would say that was probably when, yeah. That was probably about when yeah, camera phones really. Yeah, that was still flip-flops. Really, yeah, that was really, still flip-flops. Like yeah, razor yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Razor yeah, yeah. That was still, everybody that, had a razor, uh, Most bro. definitely. That was still flip-flops. Um, but, yeah, no, everybody had the razor. I remember I had, uh, or I had the, uh, I, might, I might have to find it and bring it one day. Oh, yeah. I had the world's smallest flip phone. <laughs> it was it was a Pantech and it was At about, the time. it was about this big, bro, and it was a flip phone. I used to be talking to that thing like this. <laughs> that razor. No, what it's not the razor. It was, it's a different it was different. It was a it was a Pantech and mm. it was it was it was literally this big, bro. Mm. The phone was this big. I might still have it. It's broken. <laughs> I well, broke you, it in half. Well you I think have I to bring that on, on the next day. one. You're gonna have to bring that on the next Man, one for sure. That's that's a relic. Um, but y'all can't be talking about how old I am if I bring my my miniature um hey. phone on here. Hey, the way I look at it, I feel like um, um, phones was better in the back time because I now I'm at I'm at the point where I feel like um uh, we didn't need the option of um, being able to be on Facebook with the, on your phone. I feel like that should have stayed the internet thing because if we remember, uh, I'm born back in the '90s, but. If we remember, you remember you used to only been able to get on those type of sites. We just say we started with MySpace and Crush Spot and stuff like that. Uh, used to have to get on the computer to do that. I mean, you can get on your phone, but I mean, it didn't serve no purpose because your phone couldn't. Yeah, they they didn't have to download the yeah, computer the IRS, size. The, the operating system wasn't that dope yet. So yeah. Like, yeah, you definitely had to get on the computer to get on the sites. But now, when your phone because the computer thinks the yeah. iPhone. When it came out with the smartphone, it's like, yo, I got a, I got a computer in my hand. Yeah. But that, to me, I loved it because it's you like. You like it? I did because, bro, you got to think. So we are we are the last generation, right? Right. We are not, I mean, I won't say last generation. We are the generation who was able to see um, different aspects of what society was like. So we were able to see the analog and the digital. Okay. So we were able to live in the era where we had to actually tune the TV and then actually in the era where now you just click on Netflix. So we remember going to Blockbuster and having to rewind the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now you just get on Tubi and watch 20-somethings. Come on now. 20-somethings. See what I did there. Shout out to 20-somethings, man. It's a good, great movie. Y'all go see um, that on Tubi. Yeah. So also, yeah, I... I yeah, I don't know where it was going. Oh, yeah. So the different the different time periods, man. We we got to see both. We got to see the pre internet age mm-hmm. and then the internet age, and it's insane so, how fast things move. Right, in the internet age. Came okay, about. so this one I'm break you down or break it down to right. I want to really ask you a personal question because the way I feel is like, how do you feel? Did you like it better in the '90s or do you like the the new the new age of how we doing things? I'm. I'm, I'm always for the new age, mm-hmm. but I'm also aware that there are negative things that that come with that. I'm honestly, I, I know the '90s yeah. was like a simpler time to us, mm-hmm. to us, mm-hmm. to us as '90s babies. It was a simpler, it was a simpler time. I love the '90s, y'all. Because, but I, also, how can you not love your childhood? Yeah, because I, your, I your feel like childhood. Was I feel like that was the last of the genuineness. You know, I um, I feel like right now everybody's so much of a, um, either actor or portrayer of something. Like they're not able to um, be honest with themselves, so you know they search for different things. I feel like when we was back in the nineties, you really had to just be yourself, and you couldn't be nobody else. Mm. You know, because you weren't able to see anybody else. Not on no online yeah. or nothing like that. No, you had to go and actually see somebody. Yeah, you had to really check it out. All right, yeah. So, um, man, we we touched on a bajillion topics <laughs> today. Yes, sir. Um, so, bro to bro. All right, yeah, bro to bro podcast. We had quite a, a couple of bro to bro moments. Couple of, and we kind of got we kind of got a little deep on. Yeah, it. I wasn't yeah, expecting uh, us to get deep like that. Hey, on the first I almost one. feel like we got too deep, but I mean, it's cool. Hey, look, ain't never no such thing as uh too deep. We to still me. got so next week, man. Yeah, so. next week every Tuesday. Uh, from six to seven p.m. Yes, sir. Um, so read seven two three. Read. Uh, let us know where where can we find you at? I mean, um, y'all can actually uh, y'all can Google me. Uh, read seven two three. Y'all gonna be able to find me on every platform. Um, YouTube, 
um, I I mean Apple Music, whatever music you want to find me on. I mean, I'm a, I'm on all platforms. I'm doing uh, that's just on my music site. But right now, um, I feel like the podcast is where, where my most exciting moment is at right now. Cool. So find him on a Bro to Bro podcast. Yeah, just find me on Tuesday Bro to Bro podcast every um, time. You could you could find me on on the Facebook. Um, you can find me on the Twitters and the and the uh, Instagrams at just underscore fella. You can find me right here on the Bro to Bro podcast, and you can find me on Tubi. You can find me on Tubi. You know what I'm saying? IMDb me. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. On twenty yes. something, and twenty something's the movie. Uh, my, twenty my something debut. Um, shout out Kendra Renee. 